Coming up on TMS, Ground Up Fish Bricks. Team Dunawakman. It's ugly and deserves to be eaten. Deeper into the lotion hole. Literal nose candy. Drill Bit Johnson. Can make a peen out of anything. <laughs> Kevin Pollock Fish Mist. The Elway or the Highway. I don't like Walgreens screens. The Giants are dying off. Dunawakman. Condoms, flu shots, and back massagers. Yummy Lee. Reading tech tea leaves with Tom. Such a supple wrist with Randy. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Harvey is the happiest boy in school. He likes to visit with his friends and say hello to everybody he passes. The other children and the teachers, too, like Harvey because being cheerful helps to make everyone feel better. You're in love. Have a beer. Yeah. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. Scott Johnson here. Brian Ebbett there. Good morning. Hello. Hello, Scott Johnson. Did I tell you I'm four days sans caffeine right now did you know that oh look at that no i did not know that yeah okay. so if i uh today it's starting to hit me and make me feel really tired it's interesting so. that you choose to do this uh the week where daylight saving time happens i know it seems super dumb but like a lot yeah. of things in my life i have poor poor choices and timing was this uh was this a recommendation from your doctor no it's just me i think uh it makes me jittery it makes my sleep worse uh, it's just never, caffeine and I have never really gotten along very well. And so I have, uh, for now anyway, we're going to, you know, basically the idea is you get off the daily and the, and the regular all the time. And then sure. when you sit down to a meal, you're like, yeah, bring me a Coke zero. No problem. Or, you know, yeah, I'll have that tea before bed once in a while. And like it's, it's mm-hmm. more of a occasional thing and less of a, like all everyday thing. And for me, yeah. I don't know. I just caffeine have always has always been so with me. Just always really bugging. Okay. Yeah, some people it's like nothing. You could drink. Brian here could drink fifteen cups of coffee and just not even blink an eye. <laughs> and I do during the does. show. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> and I really won't blink an eye after the fifteenth cup. <laughs> yeah, and I would. I would. Uh, I'd probably die on that many cups. I'd probably have a. I don't know some kind of weird conniption and have to go to the yeah the hospital. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's good to see you all here. We're happy to be doing a show, and uh, it's time to rank the fish. Um, as yeah. you know, we yesterday asked for ranked fish, and Brian, they did was ranked fish. <laughs> Brian went and did some uh, some of this. Hey, two Oregon fish sandwich, and did a great impression of that dude every time. <laughs> Thanks. I did. I did lose it on uh, one of the drive-throughs when I got up there. And the guy said, hey, how you doing? I said, oh, I'm fine. I forgot to do like, oh, hey, I'm fine. Thank yeah, you very much. It's Thanks hard. It's hard. Dude. Like, you had to play that persona all the time. It's not easy. I, I respect it. <laughs> yes. um, I feel bad for the poor, you know, minimum wage Wendy's employee that. Uh, he was that, grumpy. That, Thank he you. was grumpy. It's yeah. like, come on. It's funny. I'm making a joke. Would you like one of my fish sandwiches? Yeah. Be, be like the dude in the, who is the, the your favorite guy? Wasn't he the, uh. The ba- Jack in the Box guy was the best, or something. 
Or no, Burger King. Who, who was the nice guy? What are you guy? talking about? Yesterday. Who was the nice guy that you talked to? And- oh, nice guy was Burger King, yes. Yeah. The nicest of the uh, drive through <laughs> people was, was Burger King. Guys. Did I say something weird? He said, what was I talking about? What did I say? See, I'm, 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 confu- I'm, I'm concerned the caffeine well, You're like, lost. who's the nice guy? Who's the nice guy? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I didn't know you were talking about the people in the drive through Oh, oh, oh. So, All right. Yeah, I thought I was nice losing guy? it. Like- and it's, impo- it's possible I was because, again, the caffeine makes me, when I get off of it, <laughs> <laughs> I get a little weird, so don't mind me. I, I tend to, uh, I, I call Tina out on it all the time because she'll have half of the conversation in her head before she says anything to me. Uh. And then she'll ask the question that pertains to what all the things that she was just thinking about asking me. Yeah. And it'll come out of, you know, it'll, it'll seemingly come out of nowhere. There's a, a logical transition, a logical path to that question like yeah. there was with yours. But sure. it's like, what? What are you talking about? But, well, yeah. I do. It is a thing. Uh, so, all right. So we got to rank them, though. You ate them yeah. all. Or tasted yeah. them all, right? I tasted them all. Um, I said, I'm not wasting. Oh, all right. Well, let's rank them, first of all. Um, uh, the... We had the Jack in the Box, the Burger King, and the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. The uh, BK Big Fish is the Burger King one, and I'm putting that up on top. That was like the best. The um, there's something about the eggy bun they use. It's different than I think the Whopper bun they use. You know how you've got um, uh, certain rolls and buns that have a yellow yeah. hue to them. That's sure. the one they use for the fish, and it was really good. Okay, I'm, I'm surprised by that. I would have thought they would have used the same bun across the board. Yeah, I would think so too. It'd be cheaper, right? How much extra does it cost them now to have, to maintain and and uh, transfer multiple buns? Yeah. Um, the Jack in the Box, I would put second. Um, Tina actually said she preferred the Jack in the Box over the Burger the Burger King. I think the Burger King, you got a bigger piece of fish, and for me that 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 uh, carries a lot of weight. No pun intended. Like it it uh, adds to the score. These are all ground um, up fish bricks, though, right? None of them were like some kind of special. All of them cut of are fish. yes. Although um, one of them, let's see, both of the Jack in the Box and McDonald's were cod. I think the um, Burger King was Pollock. Pollock. All right, Kevin Pollock. Pollock. I think ground I remember up. comedian Jackson Pollock. Yeah, comedian, uh, uh, comedian, talk show host Kevin Pollock ground up into a fine mist and then put into your fish sandwich. Mm. I think so. I remember looking at the label, and if you go to, uh, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent white Alaskan Pollock. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, if you go to uh, Snack Network, uh, I recorded a video of all my the whole tasting process and, and ranking process there. Uh, so you can see the inside of my kitchen, and you can watch me eat a eat a uh, a fish sandwich. Nice. Uh, I would rank the McDonald's last, and I think I showed you why. That um, the, all the tartar sauce was on the inside of the box. There was very little on the sandwich itself. And um, get this, I never realized this before. There's a piece of cheese on the fillet of fish. It's oh, yeah. a, it's it's horrible. A, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a square of fish, and then a and then cheese because. You always think, oh, fish and cheese go really well together. Yeah, no, I don't. Look, that's always been a... I wondered about that, and I forgot to ask yesterday, because it's been so long since I've had one, but including a piece of fish and a piece of cheese together, any kind of cheese even, yeah, yeah. it's just an apocalyptic idea. What are you even doing? Yeah, yeah. It's a terrible idea. Don't do that. It's a bad exactly. idea. Exactly. Um, I guess the people in the chat room are saying that um, McDonald's is uh, Pollock as well. Oh, so. Okay. On the, I just put up uh, a, a, and a cod. I put up a picture of a of a pollock for the chat room so they can see what that fish looks like. It's a it's a nice. pretty big gnarly fish. It's a big old fish. Yeah, 
It's yeah. ugly and deserves to be eaten. Yeah. Um, An underbite. I would have liked if proximity-wise, Arby's and Culver's were nearby because Culver's, I've had the fish sandwich there, and I remember it being the best fast food fish fish sandwich I've ever had. Gotcha. Do we put Culver's in a, a couple notches above all of these, or do you think they're... I would put, I would put Culver's a couple notches above all of these. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I didn't include them in the taste test, so I can't compare them one right after the other like I would like to. Right, right. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I mean we more isn't Culver's like more five guys? You know what I'm saying? Like on the ladder of fast food chains, you got your base level McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. And then sure. you go up a couple of rungs and you got five guys, I don't know. Um in no. and out. I mean I'd still put them on the lower on the lower rung. They're um they're regional is the problem. Yeah. Uh they're Wisconsin and I don't know how far west they go. If you guys do you have Culver's do. in your We do. Okay. I always thought I've I guess I've never been to a Culver's, but I always thought they were supposed to be like, you know, smash burger level. Yeah, no, no. So those places I kind of like the way I'd uh uh distinguish between all of them is do you have to wait at the counter for your food or do you go to your your uh table and they bring it to you and that's kind of like the five guys on the smash bar i take that back five guys you have to go up to the counter don't they you call you yeah but it's just it yeah. still feels like a cut above i don't know yeah i mean okay let's here's uh, where would you put uh where would you put in and out burger uh i'd put them i'd put them with the cut above group yeah i think it's okay. the quality right. of the food i guess is what's doing it for me because both okay. of those places are just better food than McDonald's or you know Burger King or then, whatever. And then I put Culver's in whatever group you put um, in and out Burger. Okay. Because I think that there's you know there's Freddy's, which is also cut above. It's still you know it's still still go to the counter get a bunch your food. of minimum wage kids making your food behind the counter and. Yeah, but, but they got uh, that sauce mm, with the jalapeno in yeah, it. That's mm. such great sauce. Yeah. So, yeah, if we do a Fish Smackdown 2, then um, fast food Fish Smackdown 2, and then I'm going to position myself to uh, to be near Arby's and Culver's. Um, does, I'm sure Popeye's has a fish sandwich. I know they've got a spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, probably do. I don't know. Did they mix yeah. the they get the fish over the the, the white fish at the uh, at the chicken I places? I think they would, right? Like if, I don't know. Because Popeye's has a lot of... Louisiana seafood, right? So yeah, they got the shrimp and the and the stuff like that. Um, yeah. Let's see. So why wouldn't they? Why would they help fish? I don't know. That's an interesting. Uh, let's see here. Flounder fish sandwich currently. Popeyes uh, reveals time U.S. only were available, so it's probably just a okay. Lent thing. Okay. Yeah. So they're doing it like the McRib, sort of bring it or bring it out when they want to kind of deal. Yeah, or bring it out during during Lent. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, there you go, then. Yeah, so it doesn't look like they've got... Uh, let me see if they have a regular fish sandwich. Um, no, they have the classic flounder fish sandwich and a spicy flounder fish sandwich. Ooh. Neither of those are like... You know, they don't look like a square brick. So that's good. That's a plus for um, Popeye's right Do you think there. they shape it, or do you think they, they actually have a fish shape? You know, or a, a actual think, fish in there? Yeah, I think... Um, I would bet that it's still shaped. It's just shaped in, in an unusual... Like a... Uh, a more organic looking shape because yeah. otherwise you're at the mercy of, Oh, well this piece is bigger than that piece. And yeah, yeah. this, you know, sure. Uh, that makes sense. They should so. make them into little puzzle pieces and then everybody could try to fit them together out in the, <laughs> That'd be in the great. restaurant. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I'd anyway. be into that. So, uh, so, you know, some other time we'll do uh fast food fish smackdown too. And I will uh, bring in a couple other contenders um, for the, 
for the crown. Nice for the fishy for the big fishy crown. Nice. It might finally get me to go to Culver's. Never been, so maybe I'll eat yeah. there. Yeah, you know their butter burger is really good too. And uh, even though you're off the sugar, boy, they they um they give Freddy's a run for their money on the custard. The frozen custard stuff. Oh, yeah. I've heard that stuff's pretty good. I've heard their fries are a bit of a grease pit. Is that true? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah the fries are nothing to write home about. Okay. Well, neither is. But I guess in and outs are pretty bad, too. Uh, yeah. Good fries are hard yeah, to come by. I don't like by. the shoestring fries. No, me neither. Give me, give me Red Robin fries all day long, but sadly, no fast food place has those kind of fries the or, or of that yeah. quality anyway. I agree. Even though when they try to go big, they're not, they're bad. Yeah. Uh, all right. I would like to. I don't know if this is a real new segment or not, but I'm gonna play a little theme here. Fight. Scott would like to register fight. a complaint. All right. Yeah. Fight. Pick your pick your champion. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to register a complaint. Uh, this is to the lo- big lotion. Okay. All right. Big lotion. Whoever's big in charge. Big Jurgens. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of the lotion uh, lobby. Whatever. The big the big people in lotion. Okay. Here's okay. my complaint. You people need to figure out your formula because two days in a row now, two different brands of lotion. Mm-hmm. I went to go do the pump on one of them and the squeeze on the other. And if you haven't used lotion in a few days, you get the little lotion clot out yeah. in the front. All right. Yeah. And when you hit that thing too hard, the clot goes flying and then it spoos all over the place. Yep. Uh, and it's it's bad. It happened again this morning. I'm annoyed. Fix your damn thing. Why is this so hard? I swear there's so other they have to so you're saying that they need to come up with a formula that doesn't coagulate, doesn't doesn't uh, turn into a hard plug when it dries up. That or come up with a cap that has some kind of better management of the clot, you know, like something that lets you gouge it out or or I, I don't know, like a little grinder at the top or something, something let me get rid of yeah, that I mean, thing. Your pump is kind of you're kind of screwed with the pump, right? It's like uh yeah. Oh man, that's just like ready for Jamie. I yeah. just like I just like packaged that up and put a bow on it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you can't like the pump. You're not going to have something that clears out the pump. Uh, no, uh, not that I, not the, that I know of, but, unless they change but the, cap the thing, stuff. Like the you're talking about the little flat, almost like a toothpaste tube, but it's got a wider mm-hmm. opening and thing on the end. Yeah, a little hinge. Um, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, really just having a cap that has a little peg that goes d- deeper <laughs> into the lotion hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would prevent, that would keep the uh, the dried out lotion yeah. plug from, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know, wow. it's nasty. So here's the here's the deal. Like, uh, I can go in there with like some sort of toothpick item or whatever, and yeah. I can jab Welcome it out. Great night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I can dig in there if I want to with a stick. You know, if I want to, but I don't want to. Sure, I want it just to work. To. Like you don't have to keep a toothpick handy just to use the lotion. Yeah, and I'm trying to moisturize. Okay, I'm trying to take better care yeah. of my skin. They ain't getting any younger. And uh, sure, you know, when there's a big old freaking lotion clot to deal with, it just pisses yeah. me off. Well, right. you need to. That's probably a sign that you need to be lotioning more often, right? Because that stuff won't dry out if you are applying lotion a couple times a day. And you this probably is, should be. This is a good point. I've been using this stuff we got at Trader Joe's that I like a lot. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, it's great. Great lotion. I forgot the name of the thing, but it's uh, it's it, the problem is it clots. So, so yeah. whatever. Quit coagulating, you damn lotion. All right. 
That's my complaint. <laughs> I'd like to hear what the world has to say about it. Uh, we sure. heard back from H, uh, a.k.a. Uh, dude what I met with when he came here to Salt Lake a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Actual cool. police officer in the Nashville area. Yes, this is a perfect perfect person to answer our question. Yep. Sent me a private DM on, on uh, Twitter to answer the question we asked yesterday about would you still be charged for the drugs See, how for buying I, not drugs because right. you thought you were buying real drugs. You thought you were buying real drugs, but you are buying not drugs. And he says, uh, in relation to your question about drugs, they could be charged. But likely, depending on the amount, we would just seize the drugs and not charge the person. So it sounds like it's not worth the rigmarole in that particular case. Um, if you had a sting, it's it's different, obviously, you're doing a big sting operation and you got a whole bunch of people involved or you know the main dealer or something like that you got Gus Fring on the line whatever you're going to you're going to go for the throat but in these particular cases it sounds like they would they could but they don't but they probably won't so there's yeah. there's some mitigation yeah, of like like a you know yeah let it go the dude bought bought uh non-dairy creamer thought yeah. he was buying <laughs> meth yeah maybe keep an eye on him but you know he's He's got enough problems, and we don't need to overload the jail tonight. So you'd think he'd guess by the color that he bought uh, crushed up sweet tarts, but no, no, he didn't figure it out. <laughs> tell, you, tell you about the guy in high school that snorted those crushed up sweet tarts. That snorted crushed up sweet tarts. Yeah, yeah. For what? Uh, like, what was their goal? Was he it to is get a, a psycho. Rush? So he ended up in like hard drugs later, and I think he might be actually OD'd and gone now. I don't know. It's a very sad story. But back in high school, there's this kid. Uh, who was really, really into Motley Crue. He had all their like T-shirts and swag, and he was so into uh, Motley Crue. And he wanted me, always wanted me to draw the band. And he, and he, and he actually had who? Who's the one that had the two stripes under their eyes? Nikki um, Six, I think. Is it Nikki Six? I Might have been. Nikki Six did, yeah. Yeah. So he had that going on. He'd show up at school with that on. Um, just super into it. Anyway, it has nothing to do with the story. But at one point, he pulled out a box of these sweet tarts, and he goes, "Dude, watch this!" And he crushed them up with his. I don't know, pen or something, made a little yeah. fine dust and then yeah. took a card like his, his ID card and made a little <laughs> line and then full on snorted a line of candy wow. in class. And I remember going, that can't be good for your nasal unit. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know what it would do to you, but it can't be good. No, there's no way that's good. And um, he thought it was great. He said, oh, it gives you such a rush. The sugar goes straight to your veins oh, and you're just sure. sure. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> he's mainlining sweet tarts. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and at that time he claimed anyway he wasn't doing any other kinds of drugs. But then after high school, we heard all these stories about him going down some deep holes. And oh, really? I don't think he's around anymore. Bunch eight balls to uh, <laughs> to something a lot harder. Someone says you were friends with a Curtis Armstrong character. Actually, I believe the kid's name was Curtis or Kurt. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It was the same class yeah. where um, Patrick Nagel, not the artist. Uh, caught his hand on fire with the rubber cement and flinged rubber cement balls all over class. Same class. Jeez. Yeah, that Ooh, was a- Brushwood snorted crushed up Altoids as a great night punishment. Did he or did he fake? He probably faked it. He probably like come on. The dude, the dude makes it look like he's he's pushing a nail from one uh, tear duct to another across through his nose. Come on, yeah. you think he really did that? Please. Yeah, he's doing a he's doing a gig. the dude is a modern rogue he tells you that right at the beginning also if he did really do it he really shouldn't do that <laughs> sinuses are gonna you're the you know what if it's the if the audience made him do it they're mean that's mean yeah, yeah. i don't think you should do that to yourself it's bad Oof. all right well thank uh, you h for uh giving us some clarification it's time for yeah. us to play a game let's get dunaway all involved yeah let's find out what the weirdest thing is that he's snorted 
Yeah, I bet he's got some. He's had some things in his yeah. nose. I mean, the weirdest thing I ever put in my nose was that drill bit or that uh, screwdriver bit. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. I think I did. You put a drill bit up your nose? Yeah, it was like a screwdriver. You know the screwdriver magnetic bits that you stick into yeah. the screwdriver hole? <laughs> yes. I, I got bored one day. It's like junior high era. I'm laying on my back in the living room. TV's on, and I take a, a screwdriver bit, and I just let it sink into my right nostril as far as it'll just go gra- gravitationally, just kind of into yeah. my head. And then I just sat there and thought, well, that's interesting. I wonder how far up that is. And then I, then I took it out. The problem is... All these years later, I still have issues with the side of my nose. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I get like weird. This is the side. If I get a sinus infection, it's always over here. If I get a cold head cold, it's always over here. Uh, if I get stuffy, it's huh. always over here. It's always my right nostril. So, uh, what, I can't imagine that it's related because what would it might the, not be? I mean, it I might not there, be. You know, obviously, immediately there's crud and and who knows what kind of bacteria and stuff on the drill bit. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It huh. was thick. And uh, hey, 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 Dunaway, welcome, first of all. Yeah, hi, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott Brian. Hi, it's nice to have you here. Uh, welcome to Battle Royale. How are you feeling? What are you doing? What do you put up your nose in South Carolina? Yeah, have you ever snorted grits? <laughs> snorted grits? That would be a sure. terrible idea. Well, you don't want to grit South, up your I figure, nose. You know, there might be well, some we, special Well, we don't Waffle put House grits up our nose. That's insane. We might put as our, well. Do you snort hot dogs? What oh, is your oh big food gosh. over there in the Colorado? <laughs> Don't do that. No. Mountain oysters, Brian. And yes, we do, do you snort, snort them. them? Yes. Well, that's, that's on you. Well, you smell them going in. I can tell you that. <laughs> tang. Has anyone ever snorted tang? I bet somebody snorted tang. Oh, God. Tang. I've accidentally snorted tang many times. <laughs> you don't it, mean to. It's just kind of like you... You, oh, the powder sure. scoop, you put the powder scoop in there. And Same with the Kool-Aid. Little, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that little like floaty, like the little like you drop the powder scoop in the cup. Yeah. And then there was that little like almost like cloud where it comes up, the yeah. cloud that comes up and you snort it. That's yeah, yeah. bad. Oops. Oh, no, I made yeah, a mistake. Don't drink the tang cloud is what we're saying. Hey, yeah. uh, we have a listener on the line. Let's find out who's waiting. Hi, who's this? Hello there, gentlemen. It's Greg for Walkman. Well, hello, Greg for Greg. Walkman. It's nice to have you here. I, I used your Walkman uh, yesterday capturing some old tapes. How do you feel about that? I'm glad, nice. I'm yeah. glad it still works. It is. It does. It's are fantastic. You, Those things never break. Are you calling us from a Walkman? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess he's all here. I can turn him up a little, I think. Here, now yeah. say something, I, Greg. I mean, I can. Oh, I guess I can't turn him hello, up. Hello, hello. There, a little better. Hello, there you go. way better. Yeah, there we go. You're good. You're good. Uh, hey, it's okay. good to have you here. Okay. You probably know the, the, the drill, but we're going to have Brian explain it anyway. Brian, why is yeah, he I'm here? I'm obligated win? to explain the rules of this game. Yeah. Uh, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool mm-hmm. on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. And it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Greg, for Walkman, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, depending on who wins the, the toss-up. If your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Company of Heroes 2 Good and game. Hyper Light Drifter. Ooh, both games. Oh, yeah. great games. Courtesy mm-hmm. of Matthew Bach. Yeah. Well done, Matthew Bach. Excellent quality products, right? Both of those games are very good. Yeah. Uh, but you need a topic. The uh, the gentlemen need to uh, to win the toss-up to figure out who you're going to be playing with. So let's go to this one. Hands on your buzzards, please. Okay, oh, on the buzzards. We asked 518 tadpoolers. 58 of them really just couldn't bother, be bothered, couldn't be arsed to come up with an answer. Uh, we asked them, name an NFL quarterback, past or present. Ryan Dunaway. Can I win it early? We got the whole question. Uh, uh, NFL quarterback, past or present? I'm gonna go with Tom Brady, who just uh, unretired himself and ruined that guy's good time with the football. Yeah, 
He did, yeah. He retired and then unretired. Show me the goat. Is he on here? Of course he's on here. Number one answer, Tom Brady, the goat. Spent some uh, like two months with his kids and said, nope, going back to football. I think that was it. Right, yeah. exactly. He really got tired of Wordle yeah. really quickly and yeah. said, I'm going back to football. Yep. He like said, I've built out my Animal Crossing Island. I finished Wordle. Uh, time to go back to uh, I think he even, he even like signed up for a, a, a series or something on TV, I believe. Oh, really? How's all that going to work out? I guess he's going to have to cancel all that crap. Wait, where's he going back to? Is he uh, back to um, he Tampa, Tampa? Tampa, yeah. Okay. So it, it's a hell of a thing. Retirement. Yeah. He's like, nope, not doing it. I don't think he can handle it. He just can't. Yeah. He's got to throw that football. I get it. Yeah. All right. He's so infl- he's got to inflate and then throw them footballs. I yeah. mean, deflate. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Who knows? So Greg for Walkman, you're going to be working with Brian Dunaway since he got the number one answer. No answers can beat it. The two of you are going to be working together to see how many of these you can name before you get your first strike. And the play goes over to Scott. So uh, Brian and, Wa- and and Greg, I was going to say Walkman. And Walkman. Brian and Walkman. <laughs> Walk- Walkman. <laughs> Brian Walkman. Walkman. Donna yep. Walkman. Team Donna Walkman. Uh, name a, an NFL quarterback, past or present. Now, obviously, you have to be thinking of what the tadpole is going to say, right? You can yeah. name a bunch, yeah. but it's what the tadpole says. That's what I was trying to figure out. I think a couple of them are going to be no-brainers. I mean, you can't mention Tom Brady without Peyton Manning, right? I mean, that was a rivalry for years. What do you think of that, Greg? What do you think, you Bostonian? Yeah, I have a bunch in my head, but yeah, Peyton Manning should be uh, should be on the list. So speaking right. of, uh, so hold on here. You'd have been a Patriot. Were you a Patriots fan, given that you live in Boston in that area? I, I born and raised a Patriots fan, even through right. the, the bad years. Even so. through the bad years, I, okay. I had I had season tickets when they were like one. All right. Nice. What choice did you have? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You didn't have much of a choice. (laughs) The reason I asked that is everybody I've ever known that lives in Boston has to be Patriots fans. And if you're not, you're just dead to everyone, right? Like you guys are hardcore about it. No, there's a a long, there's still a a history with the Giants uh, before the Patriots. Mm Um, they're they're dying off, though, but uh, a lot of Giants fans still. Yeah. They're not so giant anymore. Yeah. Uh, they're dying off. <laughs> they're all getting too old. <laughs> all right, That's, what are you we're two doing? Sixties here. So. Yeah, there you go. All right, you two uh, go for it. What do you want to do? Did you say Peyton Manning? Right. Is that what you said? I said, said Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. I mean, I know I'd say Peyton Manning because he was in Denver here. But uh, yeah, what the tadpole say? Let's find out. Oh God! Show me Peyton uh, Manning. Yeah, number five. Oh, yeah. you made me nervous on that one. Oh yeah, sure, <laughs> dude. That's the point. That is the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg, I, I've got a million in my head. I'm trying to think, would you be better going more recent or some of the older school guys? Oh, okay. What do you think, Greg? Which what, what, what? I'm thinking Brett Favre. Yeah. That was, was where I was going next, too. Kind of Brett middle of the road there. Favre. Yeah. Favre. Yeah. Favre. All right. Okay. Show me uh, former Packer uh, and, and, uh, uh, and uh, selfie taker. Brett, Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old man, commercial man. Yep, yep, exactly. Remember Dad. the time he was yes. in? Remember the time he was uh, something about Mary? Remember Mothers that movie? Or, I do remember yeah. that. That's where the whole yeah. Brett Favre came I'm remembering when he did commercials for like Dockers or Lee Jeans or something. It was some pants oh, thing great. that he was doing ads for. Right. Yeah, he was all up in big pants. Uh, my wife, uh, my <laughs> wife's uh, got her driver's license from his dad. That's kind of cool. Her claim oh, to fame. Yeah. Very cool. 
They spent, does, they sp- does he know that? Yeah, they spent. Well, I don't know, but they spent one year in high school. She was a uh, freshman. He was a senior uh, in the same Aww. high school. So yeah. Anyway, Excellent. it's our one claim to Brett Favre fame. Nice. Yeah. That's all <laughs> anyone on. needs is just one. Yeah. Right. All right, uh, Dunawakman, Team Dunawakman, what uh, what what you got? What else you got? I've got a few. Do you do you want get another one? You want to throw in there, Greg? Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is probably on there. Okay, we'll go with Mahomes. Yeah, why not? Okay. Mahomes, okay. Chad Pool. Sure, let's go, Mahomes. What's up, my homies? Oh, oh yeah, damn. believe it or not, uh, Patrick Mahomes, number eleven. This is telling. Uh, just, this is telling of the tadpool. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just one less person said Mahomes <laughs> than said our number ten answer. So just oh missed. man, close. Yeah, yep, very close. Give Scott a, a, a chance to play though. So Scott, yeah. I'll go with uh, I'll go with Steve Young. See if they got him on oh, there. Local there local go. boy Steve Young. Yeah, local hero. Yeah, yeah. Steve O. All right, show me Steve Young. Ooh, that's low. We now have a tie game. Steve Young is on there, and not <laughs> okay. Uh, no, this is good because I get more points that's for the low ones. Might be Utah connection. Right? You just you tied to, it up. Yeah, it's BYU, yeah. right? Yeah, I went to BYU. Was a huge BYU. star here. There's a few of those, but I don't think they're going to know the other two because they're too old. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, geez. Uh, My brain. Where do you go from here? My brain. Um, Where do you go from here? Who Who is the? Uh, um. Oh gosh. Why is what's why? Uh, F- footballer Jim. Hold on, hold on. Uh, <sighs> quarterback, though, right? Has to be quarterback. Yeah, has right. to be a quarterback. Well, has to be someone that the tadpole thinks oh, is a there quarterback. You go. We'll there you go. Oh, now I'm thinking weird <laughs> stuff. Now I think now. there's okay. something weird in there. Oh, no, no, don't let me convince you that there's something weird in here. Uh, I believe all of these people were quarterbacks. <clears throat> okay. Are or were quarterbacks. Let's go then with Troy Aikman. That's a good one. Ah, Troy Aikman. The Aikman. He was a good quarterback. Show me Troy Aikman. Oh, come on. Really? Made the list, uh, but he was number 13. Well, I think, think, uh, Greg, if if Steve Young is on there, I mean, how could you not remember Joe Montana? Oh, I love Joe Montana. Yeah, that's... I was thinking that too. Yeah, guy's got yeah. A, guy's got a whole state in his name. It's fantastic. Yeah, yes. I think it was named after him, wasn't it? Like uh, they didn't have a name for the state until Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, sounds right. Montana. that sounds that sounds legit. Yeah, plausible. Yeah. yeah. All right, sure. All right, show me Joe Montana. Poop. Don't know if he had a nickname. Number two. Yeah. Low hanging fruit. Not little a lot Joe. of points, but uh, but at least you're you still have control of the ball. It wasn't little Joe. Is that what you said? Little Joe. Little Joe. Little Joe. Makes me think of, uh, but does my remind me of Big Ben? Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, Roethlisberger. Mm. Ben Roethlisberger. I'll give, you, I'll give you an extra point if you can spell Roethlisberger. Ro O R O E the burger. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. All right, show me <laughs> Roethlisberger. Toothlessburger. Uh, oh, no, no, Ben Roethlisberger was number fifteen on the list. What? And and that's after I oh, no, counted every single different spelling of of Roethlisberger that the tadpole typed in. Okay, yeah, I didn't think about that. That's probably one of the reasons why people didn't do it is they started typing it in. I'll go with Ben. No, let's go with an easier name. Right, right exactly. Yep. 
Okay. Well, on that note, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Whole if I lot can... of whole lot of high fruit on the tree. To, to yeah, yep. that's what I was thinking. All right, I'm gonna see if I can. <sighs> He's so old, though. This is a bad one. But if I get no, it right, uh, tadpole. I, I've been trying to figure them out. I'm not sure. There's two yeah. or three already on there that are old. All right, um, let's go with Dan Marino. I'm, it's like in the '80s sure. are just back here. Just Dan Marino. That's so good. Yeah. All, right. All right, Montana was on there. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Right. All right. Show me Dan Marino. Number four on the list. Oh, okay, the not Dolphin. Bad. Not We're bad. Keeping a nice little you know, keys, keeping the closing the gap. Dan the Dolphin the Marino. Yeah. Laces out. That's right. That was his whole thing. Laces out. Um, Which I don't get. Like, how do you tie your shoe with the laces in? It's tough. You have to do it. You have to put your foot in after you tie your shoe, and I can't do that. How about the? Plus, he's got. He's kind of, you know, famous for other reasons recently. So maybe his name came up. I'll. I'll just throw it out there. Let's do Kaepernick. Sure. Colin Kaepernick. All right. Yep. Colin oh. Kaepernick. Well, that's a good one. Show me Colin Kaepernick, and we can spell that one too. Damn it. <laughs> He uh, was on the list, uh, but but low, much lower. Twenty six, Colin Kaepernick. Oh man, twenty thirteen. That dude was unstoppable. Oh, he was. Right. Yeah. Greg, I I thought you were since you were I got, saying. I have one. I I think I got Aaron Rodgers should be in there. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, that's what I was going to say because when when Scott said you know been in the news lately, I was like, oh, Aaron's been all over. That's the news what I lately. said. So, I said, yeah, oh, Aaron, that was my pick. It's kind of what Rogers, I was yeah. where I was thinking you were going to yeah. Scott. Like he's been in the news for other reasons recently. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, let's mm. see what we got. Show me. Um, maybe he's playing. Maybe he's not. Oh, he's playing. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> ah, oh, number God. six. Dang it. You guys are going to get this. We have a four-point game. Boy, it's close now, though. If we get one more wrong, Scott could get another low-hanging one, and he'd be out of here. That's right. It would be high-hanging fruit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Three answers on the board. Three answers left. I know a a bunch more, but I just don't don't know if the tadpole would pick any of these guys. Sure. Yeah, Mm, I I have a Greg, you have another one? I mean, I have... I mean, if it was done more recently, uh, there's certain quarterbacks that moved around, but I don't think it was that this pool was uh, the, the the poll was done earlier. So right, uh, sure. I think the, 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 I mean, Terry Bradshaw is is a is a pop. You know, he's he's had a reality show and Bradshaw, kind of, yeah. You know, oh, Bradshaw! Gosh, dang it, freaking uh, more Stillers, right? Bradshaw's probably. Uh, yeah, he's got a documentary on HBO Max that's supposed to be good. I meant to watch that this week, and I didn't. I was going to recommend it. but anyway. I thought for sure you are going to bring up that you saw his penis. No, but I have <laughs> seen his butt. I've never seen his penis, but we saw his butt in that movie with uh, Oh, that's what it was. It was his butt, yeah. 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 He hid behind a fish tank uh, with his butt out. Nice. Yeah. How can is you that, not? Is that actually your guess? Are you going with Terry yeah, Bradshaw? No, yeah, let's go with Bradshaw. All right. That's okay. a good one. All right. Show me Terry Bradshaw. Oh, I'm looking for ten answer. Damn it! And, uh, Excellent. Well, with still that, not not a it's not no, impossible. No, no. Scott could still win if you guys if you guys fail out on this one and Scott gets the remaining two answers. Then uh, right. How about some? How about some Drew Brees? Oh, Drew. How about Damn some it. Drew Brees there, Greg? You got something else besides yeah. that? You yeah. You like no, that one? I was I was bouncing between uh, Drew Brees and Bradshaw on that. 
There you uh, go. Yeah. He's All a right. good quarterback. Let's go with Drew Brees. Cool All Brees. right. <laughs> Show me Drew Brees. Oh, oh. <laughs> strike, which means Scott has a chance. He's, he's saying there's a chance. A chance. Two there answers left on the board. If Scott gets both of them, then he wins. Otherwise, uh, then the team of Brian and Greg for Walkman uh, win. I'm all out of them, so I'm just going to say... Um, <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. That one might be one they know, but I can't remember the name. Hold on a second. <laughs> the Rock in that one movie, The Runaway. What was it? Run, the Runaway. Rundown. Um, rundown. Was oh, he a quarterback sure. in that? Was he? I don't know. Yeah. The rundown? No, the rundown was an adventure movie where they were fighting bad guys. <laughs> I don't think it was a football <laughs> movie. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, why can't I think of this guy's freaking name? He went to BYU. He was the... <sighs> BYU. He was the, he was the quarterback for the, for the 85 Bears. He's a big oh, deal. Did he do a shuffle? He did a shuffle. <laughs> and it sucked. I like he, that. he threw uh, the fridge was there. Remember the fridge? He threw the fridge? Yeah. yeah. He threw the fridge, Perry. Hey. Yeah. yeah. That, that fridge guy was 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 down here, man. Uh he's, he's from down here. Yeah. Uh, uh I can't think of his name. A real pissed off looking face all the time. Sunglasses. Oh, 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 so oh, oh, uh, um, uh, no, you, that helped. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, didn't mean to help. Uh, uh foul. <laughs> Jim McMahon, Jim McMahon, Jim McMahon. There you go. Ah, shit. <laughs> Ed McMahon. Yes. <laughs> Frick. It was so fun to like get him all the way there and he finally gets it. It hurt. Uh, number 20 on the list was Jim McMahon. Okay. Uh, the Super Bowl shuffle. So uh, that means that, Brian, you win and so does Greg for Walkman. Yes. Congratulations, Greg. You're getting these games. Uh, let's see these <laughs> remaining two answers on the board. The, the, the chat room had this like they were they were. Pounding their keyboards, all saying these two answers. Let's see what we got here. Number seven, Joe Namath. Oh, Joe Namath. Dude even Joe appeared Namath. on an episode of the Brady Bunch, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood the, Joe. He, the, he wore the furs, right? He, oh, yeah. He wore furs. What was his name? They called him furs. Hollywood Joe. Was that it? Or no. You got prob- it. Uh, what's Hollywood? Yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. Hollywood Joe. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Can't remember. Anyway. I know Jolt and Joe was uh, Joe DiMaggio, so that's not that's definitely not it. <laughs> uh, the last one here, the local boy. Oh, who, this is Elway. I'm going to shit a brick. Oh, oh then yeah. Prepare. <laughs> then, then may, you may want to pull your pants down <laughs> yeah. first, Scott, God, because number eight is John Elway. Why didn't I think of Elway? <laughs> oh, Broadway uh, Joe. That's right. Joe. Broadway, Broadway Joe. Broadway Joe. Yeah. Broadway John, Joe uh, and John John uh, Donkey Face Elway is his nickname, oh, I believe. Oh, is it? John oh, Autonation rude. Elway. There you go. There you go. What's he doing these days? Yeah. Is he doing commentary or anything? Or I don't know what he's he, up to. Uh, he was a Broncos manager up until recently and kind of got uh, maybe asked to leave, asked to be oh. fired. Oh. Like, I he, he, he left. I don't, I don't think he... I think he's, he was given the choice of leaving or being fired, I believe. So he said, look, it's either your way or the L way. And they said, it's it's our way. And they kicked him out. That's right. Yeah. He said, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> and he ran out the room. 
<laughs> All right. Well, that means this, guys. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I couldn't be happier, though, because Greg deserves to win things. He's a good guy, and we like having him on. Greg, how do you feel about your big win? I feel really good, and I uh, can't wait to see you guys in Vegas. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. cool. We're going to see Greg for Walkman. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Greg a whole bunch. Uh, yes, so nice. uh, look forward to that. Uh, Greg for Walkman, everybody. He's the man. Don't mess with him. All right. Uh, speaking of that uh, event, by the way, that's uh, still all happening. Everything's good. Yeah. Some of you have already gotten hotels, but not your tickets. So get yeah. over there to frogpants.com slash store and get those damn tickets because you're going to need those to get in there. Uh, and if you're just looking for the swag and you can't come, we have that too. So go check that out. Yeah. Frogpants.com slash yeah, store. Need, we need you to buy the tickets so that we can have the ballroom so that you can get into the ballroom with those tickets and play board games with us. Exactly. Things, things. It's you know, we're not, we're not billionaires. Uh, <laughs> not that we need a billion dollars, but you know what we mean. <laughs> uh, you just got to go grab them. Scott. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Hey, Brian Dunaway, you did great. And uh, you know what was even better was yesterday's uh, episode of Play Retro where we went into a deep, deep dive into the Metroid universe and the Metroid yeah. series of 2D games. And I really enjoyed that. Thankfully, that means we're following that right up with a Castlevania deep dive next week so that we can complete the Metroidvania subgenre. Yeah, we're doing we're doing the Vania next week. And I'm super stoked about it. But yeah, Metroid was... That was... That was episode 11 for us, and yeah. I got to tell you, that was probably the most fun I've had. Oh, wow. I love all Look my children, but that was really good. That was your favorite kid. <laughs> it's okay to say it. Yeah. The other kids won't be jealous yeah. in this case. They're autonomous, and they really don't know what's going on, so it's fine. Uh, well done. Brian Dunaway, everybody. Uh, he is the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Kiss our butts. Hey. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey out wow. Of them. That was awesome. All right. What time is it? It is time for some news. Here comes right now. Oh. The news. the news today is brought to you by you, know, you like snacks like the ones i ate on the show yesterday craft beer goofy people like i am the, the snack network is the place for you dave moore and friends have been tasting new things on youtube for just over a year now almost every day we taste something new and try to keep you up to date on the latest in snack and fast food news come taste stuff with us the snack network youtube channel can be found at the snack network.com nice. we can also be found on tiktok twitter and instagram at the snack net and if you'd like to taste something for us and share your channel twitch or other socials just send us a dm on twitter hope to see the tadpool in our comments very nice all right so this is um interesting yeah uh turns out people don't like screens very much unless unless they're in front of them or they're using it to play a video game on or watch tv on uh, okay. Case in point, Walgreens. You know the Walgreens there? They got the. Uh, we have uh, one a block away from me. We have a Walgreens. Got the I condoms. get my flu shots there almost every year. Yeah, I get my condoms, my flu shots, and my back massagers all at. Uh, yeah, all, all from uh, the same checkout yeah, woman. Same lady. <laughs> uh, Walgreens replaced some fridge doors with screens, and shoppers hate it. <laughs> you know, when I first saw you at the headline. I honestly thought, like, screens, that's going to let all the cold out. Yeah. Yeah, no, like screen doors is what you're thinking. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. To cool off the store? Instead, it's these actual long LED like screens. Like, all video screens. Yeah, video well, screens. Silly. It is silly. I don't quite understand. It seems very expensive is the other thing. Yeah. Um, but Because it, all it's doing is, well, I guess let's talk, let's read the story because... Yeah. It, this is what they're Very saying. Redundant. They're doing. And a yes. few people are doing it, not just them. Walgreens and other retailers have swapped out the clear fridge and freezer doors at, a, at thousands of stores, instead, adding opaque doors with iPad like screens showing what's inside. 
Some customers really are not into it. The screens, which are developed by the startup Cooler Screens, uses a system of motion sensors and cameras to display what's inside the doors, as well as product information, pricing, deals, and most uh, most appealing to brands, paid advertisements. So that's the main reason for this. Um, okay. The tech yeah. provides stores with an additional revenue stream and way to mon- uh, modernize their shopping experience. But for customers who want to just peek in the freezer and grab their ice cream, Walgreens risks in angering them by solving a problem that shoppers didn't know existed. Uh, the company wants to engage more people with advertising, but the reaction so far is annoyance and confusion. Why would Walgreens do this? One befuddled shopper who encountered the screens posted on TikTok said, who on God's green earth thought this was a good idea? Uh, someone, that old chestnut. Yeah. Don't you love it, though, when they also when people report oh, on Twitter posts? they came up with this. Yeah. Here's another one. The digital cooler screens at Walgreens made me watch an ad before it allowed me to know which door held the frozen pizzas, said someone on Twitter. <laughs> I, I think it's annoying and dumb, um, and I okay, don't here's, like it. If there is a benefit other than just having a bright display that shows you what should be in each row, yeah. and I do like this little shot that they're showing up here. looks like you know there's some Perrier water flavors that are missing up on the top right. Like It shows you a little ghost image of what should be there. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of cool, the Fanta flavors in the bottom center that are missing. Um, if if you can like tap on one of those items and it shows you like calories or uh see they're not doing that know. though they're just it's all for advertising it's pricing advertising. yeah and then you know like you said it's showing when one's not there but you can do that without yeah. a screen they'll just not yeah. be there well you could just look in there and see what's not yeah, there it's yeah it's just literally not there so i I, uh, do, I think this is too much that direction i understand yeah. the need Maybe put a small screen above it all, like I guess a little I don't wide know. screen I mean, up there. If they need to have the advertising, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just feels like funny money. I'm it's waiting weird. for it to say, "Hi, Tom Cruise. You're, you know, you really could go for a Red Bull right now. We know you're tired because you snoozed your alarm four times." Was yeah. that the uh, the Minority Report uh, ever adver screens? Yeah, that, everything uh, you walked past, it would like a hologram would pop up and go. Oh, hello, Tom Cruise, or name in movie. Forgot the name of this whatever guy. Whatever his character movie. name, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see you have new eyeballs, or whatever the deal was. <laughs> Didn't he get new eyes from, uh, oh yeah, from Peter Stormare, he got him. From Peter Stormare, or Stomare. Yeah. Stomare. Like he said, Stomare. I guess it's not Italian, Stomare. It's definitely not Italian. <laughs> definitely not Italian. No, he's uh, Dutch, I believe. Is he? I think he's Swedish. Yeah. Swedish. Swedish. Oh, Swedish. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was because Andreas Ekberg. Remember Andreas? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Used to be in here all the time. Mm-hmm. He he told me, yeah, his, his mother actually knows Peter Stormare's mother. And uh, and says, here's how you pronounce it. You pronounce it Stomara. Stomara. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was born in uh, Kumla. Obro in Sweden, wherever that is. Sure. In Sweden. Here you go, Swedish. He's amazing. I love that guy. He should be in all things ever. Yes. And he kind of is. <laughs> He's sort of in a lot of stuff, so there's no shortage of Peter <laughs> in his movies. All right. Uh, we got one more story here. I think enough time for this one about uh, uh, all this. Uh, insulting and out of touch, says Australians, about the government's new phallic women's network logo. This is, this is oh, great. God. Okay, got to see this logo now. Yeah, it's a big old wiener. Um, it's not a good logo. Period. Like even if it didn't kind of have wienerness to it, it's uh-huh. pretty bad. Huh. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Australians have slammed a new logo for the Department of the Prime Minister and Cabinet's Women's Network, describing it as degrading and tone deaf. 
Uh, the purple logo shows a curly purple W and a purple bar, which together carries a strong likeness to the male ween ween. Two balls and a peen. Yeah. Uh, yummy, yummy Lee at the older, <laughs> the older women's <laughs> network described the logo as ludicrous and insulting, but had no comment about her own name. Uh, let's see. They, they have well, designed... I think it's pronounced Yumi, by the way. <laughs> oh, is it Yumi? All right. Not Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> I like Yummy. Yeah. Uh, quote, they have designed and used a logo for the women's network, which when you look at it is so insulting to us. It just totally justifies or illustrates just how out of touch they are. She told SBS News. Uh, it is demeaning. It is degrading. It is a massive slap in the face. I would probably term that. I said that a little differently. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's the wrong way to phrase that. Yeah. You know, now that I look at it, uh, it's it's also, I mean, maybe less phallic and more like, oh, we tried to emulate boobs here. Yeah, a little bit. I wonder if that's what they were meaning. Also, it's just it's know. just not good. It's just bad. It's a bad logo because there's no, that purple oblong uh, you know, shape is for no reason. There's yeah. no, yeah. like, it doesn't symbolize network. It doesn't symbolize women. There's not like a, a clever way of the, you know, the, the lettering playing off of that. It is just like a, a shaft. Yeah. It's just a shaft coming yeah. off the right of the boobs. It's a shaft on yeah. the boobs. Here's what I would have done. And I would have done it for the show. If I'd have thought about it, I would just go in there and take off the shaft, move uh-huh. that, that curly W to the middle. Uh-huh. You're done. That's it. There's your logo. Yeah, but then you get the then then if you look in the chat room, you see what people can do with the nipples. Just put the nipples right on the curly W. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Ah, what are you gonna that's do? Enough. What are you gonna do? Everything's phallic at the end of the day. I don't know. I, <laughs> you can, if Third Eagle has taught us not anything, it's that you can make a peen out of anything. Yeah, you can make a peen out of anything. But see I also a peen wherever you look. I just think this is even if you don't see the peen, you just see an ugly logo. It's just ugly. Yeah. So go back to class. It just feels class. like Women's Network. You've got some really cool parallel angles with the shapes of the W and the shape of the diagonal in the middle of the N. You could kind of do something really cool with that mm-hmm. where those those, you know, those two kind of make an equal sign or something or yeah. or whatever, like a parallel couple parallel lines. I don't know. Knowing how government What goes. do I know? I'm just an artist that that fell into a crevasse <laughs> in prehistoric times and got thought out by your scientists. <laughs> I, I wonder if uh, does anyone get that reference? But me, did we all did we all get that? <laughs> sure, I bet thirty percent of the audience got that. Okay. got that reference. All right, yeah. no, that's good. That's a that's a healthy percentage actually. I think yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I, I aim for thirty percent uh, joke efficiency or joke. It's uh, not bad. The other seventy seven percent can you know you're just uninformed. Okay, Claire is currently uh, asking around. She's right. currently googling. Ask your dad. She says. Yes. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will join us. We'll also have recommendals after that. Lots of stuff coming up, so stick around. We need to play a song, though. Do you have one? Yeah, these guys, uh, I believe, are from... Are they from Nashville? Um, all right, this coming album comes out uh, for the sake of Bethel Woods. comes out Friday, mm. and this is an album I highly recommend you pick up. These guys are great, and if you, if you like Crowded House, as I like Crowded House... You um, will really get a kick out of the sound because it, to me, reminds me a lot of the most recent album by Crowded House, which is excellent, but Mm. I can't play it on the show. Um, They're going to be at South by Southwest 2022 uh, coming up later this week, so make sure you check them out. The band is called Midlake, and um, the... uh, uh, this is a deeply personal song written about the drummer, the drummer's son. The drummer's name is Mackenzie. Uh, his son was born with a rare brain dis- disorder, and the song was kind of written in his uh, in his honor. Uh, the song is called Noble. Here is the band Midlake. 
stayed up for hours and hours Wondering all the while Wondering how we will get by Who would want to hear about The wanderings of my mind This wasn't supposed to be my life You
You make me angry. But I like you very much. Um, I'm think I'm thinking I'm done plugging stuff in. The morning stream. There's nothing wrong with the food. All right, we're back, everybody. That song again, please. Sure. The band is called Midlake, and that is the song Noble from their upcoming album, For the Sake of Bethel Woods. Nice. So I had a question about the fish sandwich I forgot to ask earlier. Sure, sure. Ask away. Did you eat the cheese or did you take the cheese off? Oh, uh, that's right. I was going to tell you what I did, right? Because I had yeah. three fish sandwiches sitting in front of me and I had lunch. So I, um, for the Snack Network thing, I cut each one of them in half so I could show a cutaway view. Yeah. Uh, I was inspired by Bobby Frankenberger talking about the cutaway views of the earth. Mm. So I did that with my fish sandwiches mm-hmm. to see if there really was a an unrecognizable glob in the middle of each one. Yeah, a gelatinous uh, lava glob in the middle of your thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Tina and I each ate half of the BK and half of the uh, Jack in the Box fish sandwiches. Yeah. And after the initial bite that I did for the um, for the Snack Network video, I threw the rest of the filet fish away because why waste those calories? Yeah, why? Why would you? On why? Ch- cheese why? fish. What the hell? Cheese fish is Cheese wrong. fish, exactly. It's Plus, so there wrong. was a little, little to no tartar sauce on it, so... Um, yeah, these so are all these are all through, crimes through crimes against foodmanity. Oh my God, Claire says, "Why waste food though? Because if I eat it, I get the calories, and I don't need the calories." Yeah, who else are going to give it to? The cat? Cat yeah. ain't going to eat that. I'm at the fish. lowest weight I've been since I started noon. So uh, oh, this well morning done. woke up with the lowest weight. Nice. It's all well that, done. All that fish sandwich puking. <laughs> All right, check this out, everybody. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. My internet tech expert, Tom Merritt, is joining us. Uh, he is uh, here as he is every Wednesday to discuss the headlines that we are considering for the Daily Tech News Show today. Tom, it's always good to have you here. Welcome back. Thank you for having me, Brian and Scott. Thank you. We're happy <laughs> to have you. you and to be had by you. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. We, I, uh, <laughs> two-way street. That's right. And we're, let's announce, we're going to have you in Le- Vegas on uh, the Wednesday, right? Is it official yeah. or is it... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, book, I booked the flight. so It's <laughs> pretty official. Uh, I'm be sleeping in one of our rooms, but that's fine. Yeah. I'm, not nice. staying, I'm not staying overnight. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fly I'm. In, fly uh, I, the, the way my schedule is, uh, this was all I could eke out. So I'm flying in in the morning. Uh, who wants breakfast? And then I'm flying out at seven o'clock. All right. Oh yeah, we should go to. You know what we should do, Scott? Is What's we should that? do a producer's breakfast and take him to that that place where we ate with Misha, where she oh. says she liked her eggs cooked. Yeah, she liked it. She, she, the lady asked her, "How do you like your eggs?" And my sister said, "Oh, cooked." And 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 she meant it. She was serious. And and, and, <laughs> and I've not been able to not give her crap since then. Not Wendy, my other yeah. sister. Uh, but yeah, that place that place is good. That it was really good, and it's a little walking distance away. And uh, yeah, yeah. we should do that. Okay, these are good, all good plans. Um, yeah. Well, I'm happy. I'm to just going to be itinerant for the day. So yeah, I'll, we're, I'll, we're, we'll, we will handle your itinerary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll go where the winds take me. You, you being the winds. <laughs> all right. I love that. Yeah, itinerant. It's a good use of uh, the English language, which Tom is very good at. He's also very good <laughs> at digging do. up tech I stories. Do all right. What's going on today in the world of technology? I would ask. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll we'll have a good explainer of this on DTNS, uh, but I know folks are hearing lots about the chip shortage, and there's a lot of confusion because it's a very complex uh, thing, so you might hear one piece of it. 
and not quite know what it means in, in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, the war in Ukraine is complicating the recovery from the chip shortage, uh, partly because it just, you know, war disrupts supply chains. There's a lot of tech companies in Ukraine. Uh, specifically, we focused on the fact that 50% of the neon gas that is used in the chip lithography process, in other words, making chips, you need neon gas as part of that process, 50% of that uh, had been refined in Odessa, Ukraine, and that has been disrupted. Uh, and so there were some worries about how that would affect things. There is good news and bad news coming out of Foxconn, one of the world's biggest, if not the biggest, chip makers. Uh, Foxconn has plants all around the world, uh, not just in China, uh, but the majority of their plants are in China. And you may have also heard that Shenzhen shut down completely because of COVID. Mm. Uh, remember, China had a zero zero COVID policy for a long time, so Omicron is tearing through there because they don't have the exposure that, that other countries have had. Uh, Foxconn says it had to shut down its production yesterday, uh, but it is restarting production with a bubble. Uh, so they've 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 negotiated new protocols with the government. Uh, they they've got uh, dormitories set up, uh, and they they are back uh, in production in Shenzhen. So they say this is definitely going to affect things, but they're still. Uh, I, I want to get the words right here. Uh, cautiously, was it cautiously optimistic? Mm. Uh, cautiously positive. Oh, uh, okay. about twenty twenty two sales. Uh, citing continuous growth from sectors including 5G smartphones and cloud products. Uh, they say the pandemic has not eased, where they are, obviously. Yeah. Uh, inflation is high and global politics are getting tense, which is a very safe way if you're in China, talking about the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, so these complicate supply and demand uh, in what they call a very challenging year. But reading the tea leaves, having followed Foxconn a lot, this is them saying, we don't want to promise but we think we still see a way out. And if I were to add my own interpretation on this, one of the causes of the chip shortage was unpredictable demand. Yeah. In other words, like uh, so everybody thought no one would buy stuff and then suddenly everybody was buying stuff because uh, everybody was working from home. That has, has mellowed. Uh, demand has gotten back into a more predictable fashion. Now there's, there's, currents buffeting that, which is why I think Foxconn is like, eh, it's still uncertain because we don't know if that demand's going to change suddenly because of inflation, because of a resurgence in the pandemic, etc. Uh, and certainly having the pandemic running through China is going to disrupt demand there, right? Mm -hmm. right? But it does seem like the the demand is is settling out. The worldwide logistics problems that were caused with containers getting uh, backed up in ports, that is starting to ease, ease up a little bit. And so they still think that the second half of the year might be okay. Uh, and th again, this is the world's biggest chip maker. So it could be okay for them and not okay for, <laughs> for other companies, but they're a big part, part of the, uh, part of the market. Yeah. That's uh, interesting stuff. I heard about the, the shutdown over COVID and I hadn't heard the perspective that I, I assume this was like, Oh no, what are we talking about? Maybe a new, fr uh, a new um, version of the thing, a new uh, variant. <clears throat> but I, it hadn't occurred to me given their zero, zero, uh, not tolerance, but zero, whatever you call it. Like they're, they're, it's shut it down. Zero COVID. They were, zero COVID. they and New Zealand and a few other countries took a zero COVID policy. Yeah. yeah. So given that policy, um, it kind of makes sense that they just haven't had their turn with this bit yet. Right. Like it's just not, if, if Omicron was, was so spready everywhere else, 
And when it came to China, it wasn't, it, you know, they were so shut down, it never took hold. And now it's taking hold. That's better and news than it's a new variant. You know what I mean? Uh, I haven't seen good reporting on how effective the vaccinations are. Uh, there was some, there were some rumors kicking around that maybe the Sinovac is just not as effective. Mm. Um, and I think the, the the actual percentages are more like in the Johnson area uh, than than they are in the um, uh, Pfizer or or Moderna area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that could be uh, part of it too. I know I know it's hitting Hong Kong very hard. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm not trying to put a rosy set of sunglasses on that, uh, but it's it's not incredibly surprising with the increased transmissibility of Omicron uh, to to see this take off uh, because it's just harder to keep out because yeah. it's it's so easy to to transmit. And I'm not trying to be rosy about the chip shortage either, uh, which of course you know next to people's lives is is less important. Uh, but I I do think that that Foxconn's reaction to this is certainly partly meant to, to calm shareholders. Uh, but again, reading the tea leaves, it's like, okay, this could this could be a lot worse. I'm not seeing a lot of the really bad warning signs of like, oh, it's going to get bad. Yeah. seems like it's prob- they, they think they have a way out. Whether that will hold is the big question. Interesting. Well, uh, you, ha- you, didn't, you didn't know you did this, but you just coined the title for my new podcast, uh, The Johnson Area. Look forward to it, everybody. <laughs> Coming, coming this week or this fall. Oh, it works at so many levels. It really it? does. Yeah, uh, it'll be. Yeah. Don't worry. It'll be. Uh, it'll be a clean tag on on Apple's podcast uh, network. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Uh, well, great. We'll talk about this and so much more uh, later today on the Daily Tech News Show. Uh, different time today, though, for the live show, right? Or slightly? Yeah, we're 15 minutes earlier. We used to start at 4:15 uh, Eastern. Uh, we now start at 4 o'clock Eastern, and. The DTNS itself used to start at 4:30. It now starts right at right at the top of the hour. So if if you've uh, been thinking about turning in live and you're like, nah, 4:30 is just too late for me, uh, but four o'clock would be fine. Well, try four o'clock. And by four o'clock, of course, I mean two o'clock Mountain. Yeah, two o'clock Mountain. The only time zone that matters. One o'clock Pacific, if that's where you are. And look, if you're yeah. one of those poor suckers in Central Time. I don't know what to tell you. All right, you figure it out. I grew up in Central Time. I always feel like we are we were trained from birth to convert Eastern to Central. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you? I don't know if you have a quick take on this or not, but this uh, this bill that passed the Senate with 100 percent votes goes to the House to get rid of uh, get mm-hmm. rid of or, or to make it permanent daylight savings. What do you? What's your take on that? You think it's going to happen? Finally, you know, I, I love I love that this is the this is now the litmus test for how partisan are you. <laughs> How, right. how outrage focused are you? Because before the government took action, yeah. it became uh, it was like, of course, everybody wants to get rid of daylight saving time. Uh, then the government took action on a bipartisan basis, which yep. really confused people. Yeah. And yeah. now there's like, people who are like coming out against it because it is their brand to be against things. Yeah. Uh, I wish I, someone would tell me which side to be angry I at. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is one of those where I just wish everybody would calm down. There's plenty of other pitchforks to pick up before this and after this. Let this one just breathe and be, okay? Right. But anyway, yeah. do you we, think- we actually talked about this quite a bit on Good Day Internet yesterday, and where I landed was uh, there are downsides to all three ways of doing it. Standard time all the time, yeah. which is yeah. really how it, that's why it's called standard time, is they decided, like, this is the best time. Uh, this is the one that works the best. Yeah. Uh, daylight saving was a hack, to try to like you know get a little more e- evening light, or going to going back to a new standard time, which is an hour later, uh, which is what this bill would do. Th- there's downsides to all of them. Uh, I prefer the same time year round. 
uh, and not yeah. having to go through the the change that throws everybody off for a week or two. So mm-hmm. I'm fine with this. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Just pick one. Pick one and yes, go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, whatever, whichever one you I'll pick, get used we'll to get it. used yeah. to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We get used yeah. to it for six months already. So we're ready to do that permanently. And then I can tell people in my lifetime, it's going to be a little darker in the morning under this one, but it would also be a little darker earlier in the evening in the summer under the other ones. There's, there's bad sides to all of it. Just, Mm -hmm. just let's, let's not change. That's where I'm at. I'm against change. Put me down. Tom Merritt against change. change. You heard it it here on this show first. Let's bronze this episode as the place he did it. (laughs) There's Uh, a, there's a separate bill here for Colorado to do it. So, you know, basically saying, well, if it doesn't get passed, for we'll the whole just go US. Arizona and do it ourselves. Yeah. Right. Which then is like, oh crap, do we want that then? Because I know what a pain in the butt it is for my Arizona friends every yeah. year to say, we're in Arizona, so what's three <laughs> o'clock today will actually be four o'clock for you tomorrow. Yeah. Kind of thing. It affects I got but Arizona, Arizona and Colorado touch. That's yeah, true. So it'll be nice. So you can, you can start, you can start a movement. Maybe mm-hmm. you can get Utah yeah. to join in. And then we have New a bill, we have a bill as well. We have there a bill every year. And I, I, well, every time they can put a bill through. And uh, yeah. we have one again. And I don't know if it's going to do anything. But if enough what if people you get do it. the entire it, mountain time zone yeah. to just unite yeah. and not do daylight Oh, day. that'd be great. Yes. yes. Yeah. Let's all come together. That part of Canada just. You're with us. Yeah. We're not going to change Come on it. In. Calgary, Alberta. <laughs> yeah, Mex- Mexico, uh, South America, however far down. <laughs> We're All good. Of All of us. One big stripe right up the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace, Ace Detect on Twitter. And uh, again, Daily Tech News Show. Oh, anything else you want to mention? going on uh yeah uh freetimenewsletter.com uh last week i asked people uh what do you like in my newsletter and uh basically the answer was musings they they're like just 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 write whatever you're thinking about that day it's nice to get different perspectives than than what you do on your other shows so mm-hmm. uh so that's what i'm gonna keep doing if you want to hear my musings and be able to email back it was great being able to email back with people uh, this weekend, freetomnewsletter.com. Go do it. Tom Merritt, Ace Detect. Have a fantastic afternoon, and I'll see you later for the Daily Tech News Show. Bye, y'all. Bye now. <laughs> Bye. I don't know why I can't hang up on Tom. You can't get rid of me. Something's going on with This the is where he hangs Tom. up on both of us. Oh, there we go. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hung up on me. Now he's removed. Nice. Okay. Good. As he should have. <clears throat> As he should. Okay. Are you ready for... Are you ready for recommendals? That's the question. Yeah, I'm ready, Scott. Are you? I don't know. Let if me I'm ready. let me hold on to something though for when uh, Hurricane Randy joins the call. Yep, Hurricane Randy coming in from the uh, from the West Coast. Uh, get ready because here we go. Hey, look who it is! It's Randy Jordan, aka Randy Deluxe, joining us all the way from Orange County, California. Hello, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. How you doing both? I know you're doing fine. You've been talking for over an hour. Now I'm here to yeah. uh, say, man, there are just not enough Dallas Cowboys fans. I agree. I need more. I need I more. I desperately right. need more Dallas Cowboys yeah. fans. It's, it's America's team that you yeah. didn't first think of Troy Aikman when you when you were asked this question. It's just my yeah, thought. I, I agree. Like why no Troy Aikman votes? Well, some, but not enough to make the top 10 is uh, weird to me. <laughs> totally weird. 
but whatever. Look, I I forgot about uh, Elway, and that's a that's a mistake. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the whole thing is first ballot Hall of Famers, right? And yeah. like that's just uh, it's just mind boggling. There's people out there who have never seen one down of NFL football who knew all those names. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and don't know what a down is, by the way. That's yeah, another yeah. thing. And they still know yeah. who those people are. All right. So much fun. It's good oh, to have oh, you here. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, like Tom, I'm also here to talk about things other than uh, what you brought me here to talk about. Great. Um, I just, I just can't, uh, I can't get over what the time zones uh, boundaries look like. If you, if you want to mm, see something yeah. weird, look up a, a U.S. time zone map. And look at the boundary between Central and Mountain Time as it goes from El Paso north. It is yeah. it is absolutely hysterical. And also look around Idaho and uh, Western Washington and Oregon. Yeah, why are they so like weird. that? Why? It was done before, like it was done before certain current cities are where they are. But obviously, it was done to so that certain cities would fully lie within the. Um, uh, right. mountain With, time, yeah. central well, time. and also also towns out in the country that get their television and radio from those cities so yeah. you have you have right. these weird carve outs like western like i say western oregon is my favorite where there <laughs> it looks if you look at it you're like they must be getting their tv and radio from boise and that's why they have this yes. weird curve into their area. It, I mean, that's it is really, answer. it is really weird for sure. But uh, yeah, see, another reason to just get get. You know, well, I guess that wouldn't affect time zones. Yeah. Would still stay the same. We just look wouldn't at, have daylight. Thing. Look at yeah. that boundary from El Paso as you go north. It goes stair steps, stair steps, stair steps, stair steps, <laughs> and then it, and then at some point yeah. it's like, oh wait, we've gotten way too far away from from our what the hell? Those are mislabeled. Every one of them is mislabeled. Yeah, no wonder, um, no wonder right. people think that. Um, yeah, that that is mislabeled. It says mountain on. Yeah, who? Did this this is the wrong this is a bad so chart stupid. that i just put up uh yeah. but but the line around utah uh I, I guess what i'm surprised is that people are people sh- are surprised that utah is not central time they always think it is mm-hmm. or that brian is for that matter and it's because they got this weird cutout man Weird. Yeah, I, and I feel like I feel so sorry for the Upper Peninsula of Michigan because again, again, the problems are on the far west or far east sections of these things, right? If you're in the middle of a time zone, you're fine. But it's like Maine. Maine has a problem, and they should probably move out to a, a, a wholly different time zone. But anyway, I just uh, I like I love that everybody's been talking about this for a whole day now, mm. and I love that we're all talking about it in the fog of the most recent time loss. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they're just like exactly. all so angry. How mm-hmm. the hell do you take an hour away from me and I somehow lose three hours of sleep? How yeah. does that happen? Yeah, how does that work? That's what I want to know. Well, we'll get to the bottom of it eventually. But for now, it's yeah. recommendals. It's where we talk about yes, stuff we saw yeah. on streaming services that we would like to recommend to you find people at home. Hopefully, you'll get some enjoyment out of these things as much as we did. We'll start with Brian. You got two this week. Do you want? Me I have to- two. And surprisingly, they are both uh documentaries i don't know if we did a little freaky friday thing did you during that most recent lightning storm did you put your hands on a uh an old relic skull and say you wish you were me because yeah. i think i did that yeah, I, I actually i actually drew a circle around your house i don't know if you noticed it <laughs> i did yes okay. in uh using pixie dust which is really interesting uh, uh, which yeah. is all sugar sure it's all sugar you yeah, don't trust it it's and i started stuff. it anyway uh my first documentary is from 2016 all right i'll hit play he's good at pinball because he puts the time in. Now who studies 20 pages of rule books to figure out how to play a pinball game? For as long as I've known Robert and we've had games, that's been his ultimate goal, to get to the wizard mode. Wizard mode is the ultimate um, in a pinball game. It's your final destination. 
It's almost like a special type scoring mode where everything is running all at once. And you unlock that by completing certain tasks all in one game. For example, all multi-balls or super jackpot or score a hurry up. And that's really difficult to do. Sounds like some uh, pinball involved. Please, please tell me there is a certain song somewhere in this documentary. <laughs> I get to hear the greatest lyric ever committed to popular music. Such a supple wrist. Yeah. Uh, uh, believe it or not, you do. No. Uh, well, they do. They do change the uh, the lyrics a little bit because our hero of the story is not deaf, dumb, and blind, but he does have autism. Mm. And uh, you heard him talking there at the end, Robert Gagno, who is um, the focus of this movie, which uh, was right there in in that clip. I figured it, you'd never get it from because it wasn't uh, it wasn't <laughs> that prominent. This movie, it's called Wizard Mode. Came out in 2016. And this is the story about this amazing pinball player, like this uh, tournament competitive uh, pinball player named Robert Gagno, who is autistic. And um, he uh, he grew up with pinball. His dad, you know, once once he gravitated towards that and his dad saw that as a way to, to really connect with him, he started getting pinball machines in the house and um, and really like fostering that. Uh, direction for him and uh, but the movie is not just all about how he's playing pinball it's also about how he's trying to get out on his own and and move into a life that uh where he can be independent live on his own support himself and of course that's a tough thing when pinball is the first and foremost thing on your mind sure um Sure. That's it, it there's is, an obsessive angle to people on the spectrum where if they are if they are hooked on one single thing, it's it's pretty much all they ever want to do. It my, is, my and it becomes like such a focus on him that when his um, counselor is trying to say, "Okay, well, let's talk about jobs." There's this job, and there's this other job. Yeah, and you can just you know that he's thinking about Black Knight 2000 or or something, you know, uh, some other pinball game. I um, love Black, Black Knight. Still my favorite yeah, of all time. Yeah, really yeah. Good, really first good first time machine. I ever saw a ramp, uh, like on a second level with extra flippers on that second level. Yeah. Seriously, I would drive 100 miles right now just to play Black Knight for a while. Oh, you should just go to Vegas and <laughs> play Black Knight with us. And, uh... It's more than 100 miles. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. By the way, Captain Kipper found that this guy, Robert Gagno, has a YouTube channel where you can watch him play these, I'm sure, all the machines in his um, in his home. Um. And there's one specific one called Simpsons Party Dance Party, Simpsons Dance Party, mm. which was referred to in the pinball community as one of the toughest pinball machines ever, especially toughest to get to uh, this wizard mode. And he played that thing day and night until finally he like calls his dad and says, hey, bring the video cameras. I'm really close to hitting wizard mode. I think we're going to be able to do it. And so dad comes in and records the whole thing. And it's, it's just amazing. Um, so this movie, Wizard Mode, uh, like I said, came out in 2016. You can find it on a bunch of different services. When we watched it, it was on Peacock. And um, you can watch it on free Peacock. Also known as Freecast. Yeah, it's Freecast. I see, it's, I see yeah. it's also on Amazon Prime with commercials. It's also on Amazon Prime via the IMDb, IMDb TV channel. Yeah. The benefit of Peacock is that you get two or three commercials at the beginning, and then the rest of it, I believe, is commercial-free, no matter which mode of Peacock you have. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same way with IMDb, but um, this is such a great 
uplifting, positive uh, oh, documentary cool. about this kid, and um, and you're just rooting for him the whole time, and and you see him playing against all these other like sweaty, well, people look like me, uh, pinball players that uh, that he's going up against in tournaments and stuff. Mm. So often, documentaries about obsessives are not uplifting. No, <laughs> like, right? right? Yeah. Like every yeah. now and then, you get a hero dreams of sushi, but usually it's like. <laughs> Uh, it's like exit through the gift shop, and that is just not uplifting, you know. It's no, like you're. Absolutely what was the right. What was the video game one? The oh, uh, video King game. of Kong. No, that wasn't really. Yeah, upsetting. Yeah, 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 King yeah. of Kong. Yeah, with That's Billy not Mitchell at all. No, no, you're hating that that poor, the poor guy uh, Weeby, who gets crushed yeah. by Billy Mitchell in his freaking USA flag ties and his didn't the Billy hair didn't that and his, stuff end up being? I can't remember. There was some controversy about the way Billy was. Mitchell was portrayed. I can't remember what the deal was. I love that documentary. Yeah, but I met the guy. I met both of them. I met Steve Wiebe at uh, a local Denver Comic Con, took my picture with him, and he's just the nicest guy ever. Oh, he seems super nice. I don't think he was yeah. misportrayed, but I think maybe they went a little villain, maybe more than they had to with uh yeah but then you see all this stuff that billy mitchell has done since and it's like oh okay well sure they may have they may have played up that villain angle but either billy mitchell steered into that because he realized it was on brand or there was he was just a dick anyway and yeah and regardless of the uh, clever editing uh there's just some things you can't hide especially the recent <laughs> cheat stuff yeah that's a good yes. point ha- yeah have we have we talked about people who live stream uh midway games on tiktok no, no, we have not. It's so freaking where, weird. Where I will we talk about that, Randy? <laughs> well, I guess, I guess right here. Yeah, here's like, where like, I can I, do it. It feels like I, I, it's something I talk about every now and then because, <laughs> like, if you if you look at my TikTok for you page and scroll a little bit, you will end up yeah. watching a coin pushing machine, and oh. it's just like people have pointed a camera at a coin pushing machine and they've got it unlocked. So they're just playing as fast as you can possibly play it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's like, why is that so interesting? Why am I looking at this? Mm. Why I'm wasting my wife life away watching a coin pushing machine. Mm. I would, like, I would, I would say that is correct. That is a waste of time. However, yeah. I understand why something like that would intrigue you. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I get it. I totally yeah, get it. Totally mesmerizing. Uh, well, there you go. I'll, that's there that's go. totally one I'll watch. I'm, I'm that is on my list yeah. of for sure. Sees. I'd love that kind of stuff. So it's great. Cool. It's, it's it, we didn't even plan on watching it. Like, oh well, let's watch this before we go to the Dallas Pinball Festival. But it just certain it seemed to work out. And now I'm going to be kind of looking to see if uh, any of these people that we see in the documentary are there at. Uh, well, they very uh, well the could be. Pinball that's Festival. a really good point. Plus, yeah. I, I, this was not planned, but yesterday. I started doing it's for a future episode of Play Retro. I didn't even talk to Dunaway about this, but I did a, a little, you know, informal Twitter poll about everyone's favorite video game based pinball games. Because oh, yeah. we're going to do uh-huh. those at some point, And there's lots of talk of like Kirby Pinball Land and I don't know what it was called, but a bunch of those. Hmm. And um, I just so happened to be asking that yesterday. So it's everything's coming up oh, football. Interesting. Oh, or, I'd uh, be pinball. curious as to which one won. And, um, so yeah. far, that Kirby one is that for the Game Boy is like really? crazy in, in front, and I oh shocked me. okay, so you're like talking about a pinball game you play on on yeah, a pinball the, video game, pinball video game. I'm sorry, yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about a real in person video game based on a video uh, or in person pinball machine based on a video game property. Right, right. No, it's like the ones that are you know uh, Sonic Spinball okay. for the Genesis or yeah uh, or Pokemon. Oh, there was a good Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon was, game is very even, good. Even it took me that long to get unstuck. I was like really fucked. <laughs> 
could I could I accept like Star Wars pinball machines or there's like one really there's this amazing Guardians of the Galaxy pinball machine I'm like there is and, and oh, there's also a pretty good amazing yes. a pretty good Guardians video game I was yeah. trying to put those together yeah. okay. no seriously if I had the if I had the money and the wherewithal I decided at the Colorado Pinball Festival after playing that one I said this game has everything I want in a pinball machine. If I had the money, this is the one I would buy. Is that that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, game? Yeah, probably cost you ten thousand dollars. It would easily, yeah, or or I think eight when I was looking at prices and stuff. Eight thousand. Jeez. So, yeah, it's so not happening. But, but I'd like it to. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. That's that's expensive thing. You can't even it buy. Is. I used yeah. to be able to buy a Hyundai for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, any, not anymore. Um, all right, give us a uh, setup for number two here. What do you got? Sure, number two. I'm giving you the uh, English dubbed version of a movie that I still recommend you watch the the subtitled version. Um, but this is a uh, a current. This this came out last year and is up for um, best uh, international feature film at the Academy Awards. It's a documentary as well. You say it yeah. is a documentary as well. All right, here we go. Uh, this is where my story begins. <laughs> I wrote it down when uh-huh. when I got to Denmark. Can you try and read it? <laughs> it won't be easy. I'm not uh, that good at <laughs> reading diary anymore. Badr Zamadan Mujahideen, Shush Half Throws. I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> I really can't. After, uh, after the Mujahideen, um, the Mujahideen seized the power in Afghanistan. Tamami family, my kushtashuds, I was in the game under Qatar boat. They killed my father, abducted my sister, and murdered my mother and brother. If I, if I want, if I had stayed, they probably would have killed, have killed me too. Okay, no idea. Sounds serious. It's very serious. Um, boy, more, more serious than pinball, for sure. Mm. This is a movie called Flee, F-L-E-E. This is a Danish uh, Danish film where they interview this guy, Amin, um, about his uh, childhood growing up and and um, being a refugee from Afghanistan after the Mujahideen uh, Mujahideen. The Muhajadeen, I know I'm butchering that, um, is uh, causing a civil war to take place in Afghanistan. It's kind of um, parallels to a lot of the stuff that we're seeing currently with the Ukraine. Because um, he's he's trying to get out. He's trying to get out with his family. And um, and this, this documentary would put him in a lot of danger because of a lot of the stuff that he says. So they keep him anonymous and turn this into an animated film. So instead of seeing Amin uh, on camera as himself, you see an animated version of him telling his story, but also they animate the story itself. So it's an animated, like on the truck, trying to, you uh, working with human traffickers to smuggle him out of the country or get him onto a plane or, or things like that. This horrible boat story that he has to go through trying to get uh, across the Baltic. It is fascinating and brilliant and um, poignant and touching and um, 
really, really amazingly presented. For for whatever reason, it reminded me a lot of Mouse M A U S the uh, the re, you know yeah. which obviously came under got a lot of attention recently when it was banned. Um, just because it takes a very serious topic and presents it in a a very easy to digest way the animation helps with the um with with conveying this story of this horrible you know you know terrible stuff that happens to this guy yeah. um add on to that the fact that he is gay and um it's the afghani custom that gay just doesn't exist like that's that's not they don't even have a word for homosexual in the uh, uh dari language mm. Um, so yeah, this is uh, Flea currently on Hulu and, uh, I feel after watching this, I haven't seen any of the other international feature films except for drive my car. And I, I believe, you know, it's gotta be, if it's up for best picture, it's also gotta be up for best international feature film, but I believe Flea is going to be the, uh, the winner and, and rightly so should be the winner at this year's Academy Awards. Nice. All right, then this, this subject is just like. I think it's just so important Mm -hmm. and uh, like uh, the younger generations might not even know that all all across the Western world, we have completely changed our attitude toward refugees of war over the last 30 years. It's Mm -hmm. like uh, Samantha's best friend when she was 20 uh, was, uh, you know, uh, like uh, was born and and started her life in Central America and her entire family fled war. And they were able in, I think, the late 1970s or early 1980s, they were able to gain citizenship in both the U.S. and Canada. Her family like lived uh, at different times in, in two completely different Western countries. And they, you know, were able to be successful and so on. And, you know, like they didn't have to hide anything. They did all of it very openly. Mm. And nowadays wow. in all the Western world, including Denmark, which is like really, mm-hmm. we think of as very progressive, right? And yeah, and yeah. like in, in all the Western world, it is it, there are just millions of people who are you know hiding from huge risks because they're a, a refugee from some other place. It's just it's just wild. Yeah, well, I'll definitely yeah. watch that one as well. That's I'm sorry, do you said where it was streaming? And I, it's a uh, Hulu. It's Hulu. on Hulu, and uh, yeah, it is. Um, man, it is great. It is it is so good. Uh, right. Flee, F-L-E-E. Don't don't look for the uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, bassist. No, <laughs> no. Go watch that do- the documentary on Woodstock '99 because he's yeah. There we go. That will give you flea. Yeah, all the flea you need. Too much flea. Way too much flea. All right. Here's uh, mine. This is a short clip. It's a film. It's 2019. This movie came out, and for some yeah. reason, I never saw it. I've not read the book it's based on, but I've been meaning to see it forever, and I really liked it. Here it is. Snakebite Andy, that's who you are. So, who am I? You're some crazy bitch who kidnapped me. Just the truth from now on. You will only speak the truth. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> My God, works a little too well, don't it? All right. Oh. Sound familiar to anyone there? I know Brian sounds familiar, it. but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I know you've seen it. Uh, it is Doctor yeah. Sleep by um, oh, director yeah. Mike Flanagan, based on the Stephen King book, which is uh, a sequel, sequel of sorts to The yeah. Shining. Although the movie and the book, just like the original Shining in the book, had some differences. 
they had to make this movie uh, be more of a sequel to the previous film than it is right. in the book. And so to it's an book, interesting yeah. thing. But the reason I was drawn to finally see it is because since this time, I have been all about Mike Flanagan and his work. I love everything about everything he does, including Midnight Mass from last year. It was one of my favorite things I saw on TV. Oh, yeah. um, I love loved his uh, Gerald's Game take. I really liked his previous House on Haunted Hill or whatever it was called or how. Uh, House of Haunted Hill the House. Haunting of Hill House. Hill House. There it is. Hill House. I was yeah. getting mixed up with that old movie. Anyway, yes. um, <laughs> Blythe, Ma- Blythe Manor, uh, Hush, all these really cool things. And I think Mike Flanagan is obviously is stars on the rise for everybody. But for me, he he is a s- new kind of horror director and it's working for me in a way that nobody else does. I, I can't really explain it, but his style is exactly what I like. Um, and this is not this is not new. This came out like pre-pandemic, right? Yeah, 2019 right. was yeah. the year. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, uh, Danny Torrance is now an adult and kind of right. messed up. He's an alcoholic. The reason he's an alcoholic is because that pushes down the shine. And uh, I don't want to give too much away because I think this is really worth seeing as a thing that kind of in my own head, probably the book as well, shouldn't work. Like this should not be a thing to do a follow-up to The Shining. It just shouldn't be a thing, kind of. In my head, I'm like, how are you even doing this? Seems like a bad idea. Um, it's really good. Really, really good. It is. It I, is. I liked yeah. it a lot. The performances are amazing. In particular, Rebecca Ferguson, who plays Rose the Hat, is amazing. She's always she good, though. Um, yeah. Go watch Dune again, because she's amazing as Jessica and Dune. Uh, Ewan McGregor's great. He, he looks like... Uh, what Danny Torrance might look like when he got older. Um, the one thing I didn't expect in this thing, and it wouldn't, and it's not going to surprise you guys that in a Mike Flanagan production, that he has got Henry Thomas working for him because he's in all right. of those, right? Right. Everything he does, yeah. uh, Danny or Henry Thomas from the old, you know, from ET is in this. And in this one, he plays Jack Nicholson's character in both flashback form and in a form I don't want to get too into. And it's great. Not, not yeah. just an impression of Jack Nicholson. It's no. not that at all, in fact. It's more of an embodiment of what that character was and what he looked like. And also, same goes for this lady. What's her name? Uh, she plays her mom, Kate Parker. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hmm. Not wrong lady. Here it is. Jocelyn Donahue plays Lucy Stone. And she looks a whole lot like, what's her name? Can't think of her name all of a sudden. Um, Kelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall <clears throat> looks just like her. And she even reenacts the scene where uh, we're getting the uh, here's Johnny moment with the, yeah, through, the the door. through the door. Yeah. Wow. And it's so well done. You'd think it was just old footage, but it's not. The um, idea that anybody in the world looks like Shelly Duvall is kind of my I know, right? <laughs> and she looks like her, but not so much like her that you ne- you're never like, oh, my gosh, spitting image. But it's the embodiment of the character just right. It's just the way it should be. Yeah. And I love the tone of it. I love how the whole thing feels. Um, one of my favorite character actors of the modern day is uh, Zahn McLaren. He plays Crow Daddy. Uh, he is from season two of Fargo. Um, he's the he's the Native American hitman guy that works for the the family uh, crime syndicate thing. I love him in everything. He's in that new. Um, uh, reservation dogs. He's in that as well. Mm-hmm. That guy's just awesome. And, uh, he's in this, he's great. Uh, Cliff Curtis plays Billy Freeman. You know him from fear of the course. walking dead. He's great. 
That guy is mm-hmm. so great. Oh, yeah, Longmire also for uh, Zon yeah. McLaren. Anyway, I'm way late to the party here, but I, I really I'm interested it. in how you've been watching a lot of horror on Netflix lately. I, well, like this, you, was, you this was HBO a couple Max, of times but, yeah. of, A couple of weeks ago, you were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, yeah, I did um, watch that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in the mood right now. It's weird. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know what that, what that says about me, but... We're nowhere near October, and I want to watch horror movies. Um, I like them to be a little, <clears throat> a little more cerebral. I'm not really looking for hack and slash. And uh, Doctor Sleep definitely fills that uh, that void. This was HBO Max in this case, although it may be in both places. I'm not sure. It's on, yeah, it's on Netflix. As, nope, uh, it just says remind me. So it's not currently not available on Netflix. So yeah, HBO Max. HBO Max, where I got it. Yeah, they just, I think it just got added. So you got plenty of time on there if you if you yep. haven't seen it. Um, I know a lot of people have seen it. <clears throat> if you haven't, it's a perfect mix of new, old, uh, throwback and not. Um, it's a very different focus than the first film. And they go back to that hotel and holy shit, that thing, that hotel. Yeah, it's a well done, like also well done recreation of the Stanley Hotel from uh, or the Overlook from the first movie. Yeah, they make it. I mean, it seems like I'm there. It's just dilapidated and old and no one's there anymore. Yeah. It's abandoned. Yeah. But it it really got me when he stares through that hole his dad made with the axe. It's just mm-hmm. really cool, man. Mm-hmm. So anyway, y'all should watch it. I liked it a lot. If you like cerebral horror, um, it's not that there's not a ton of gore or anything. It's just it's mostly, you know, it's it's typical Mike Flanagan fair. If you like what he does, you're going to like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, available again, HBO Max. All right, Randy, we got uh, something queued up for you, sir. What do you uh, What do you got here? Yes, we do. I am. Uh, I'm always bringing the controversy, I guess. But I, you know, I didn't make the controversy. I uh, just really, really enjoyed a, a new film, and uh, I hope everybody watches it. This uh, This clip is a, a young woman, a teenager, uh, watching TV with her mom, and her dad is making food in the kitchen. All right, here we go. You should have listened to his mother and married Ling Yi. Totally. Siu is so two-faced. She's just using him to get to the throne. She'll probably stab him on their wedding night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. And now you get to experience them live. The worldwide pop sensation four sound will be kicking off their North American tour. Tickets on sale now. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Who are these... Hip hoppers, and why are they called Four Town if there are five of them? Uh, I don't know. Some of the kids at school like them. You mean Miriam? That girl is odd. I assume this is that red, or what is it? Turning red. Turning red, man. Yeah. Uh, came out of nowhere. I realize, like, there've been people tracking the making of this movie for a couple of years now, but I really feel like it sort of burst out last week uh, mm-hmm. among among my peers. And it is so freaking good. I hope, or seriously, I hope everyone listening to this watches this movie. Um, it, it, and, and I say that because you're probably aware of certain factions in the world who are trying to get you to not watch this movie. And that, that's yeah. very reminiscent of Don't Look Up, right? Where yeah, right. Uh, there are just, there are people who they watch this movie and they realize, oh, what I believe is kind of being made fun of here. And th- this is not like Don't Look Up in uh, several regards, but the, the main one is it's just a nice story. It's just it's a Disney movie. It's like, it, you know, like it's I would say it's very much like Frozen or Encanto. It's, you know, it's about uh, a family and it's about people like maturing and and 
finding superpowers, uh, you know, like they always are for some reason. It was just, you know, wonderful use of magic in this movie. Um, it's just like, it's so relatable. And that's, uh, that's the thing that a lot of people are, are like saying, like, well, I watch this movie and I couldn't relate to it at all. Well, maybe you should watch it again and understand that there are a lot of people out there that you might not be relating to and you should get to know them. They're really cool and interesting people. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I want to see it. Uh, we met yeah. to this last weekend, me and Carter, were going to sit down and see it and then things got busy and we didn't get a chance, but, uh, it looks great. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I know it's, it's you're not co- wrong about it coming out of nowhere either. Like I, the first thing I ever saw about it was, um, uh, on the latest issue, Disney 23. And I'm like, I don't even, how, how did this thing come out and not I have no idea that it was happening? Yeah. I think, I think there's a, there's kind of a little systemic racism problem here. Gotcha. Okay. Where, I mean, Domi, she is a rising superstar. Of a filmmaker, right? So she, she did that. Uh, uh, the what was the one? The short Pixar did a few years ago. What was that called? She Bow. she wrote and directed Bow. Bow, that's yeah. And and yeah. Bow is like at the time that was it overshadowed whatever movie it was on the front of because yes. it was so it was just so incredible and it was so heartfelt and. Yeah. Why did she eat the baby? Yeah. It was yeah. Bow. Yeah. So so Domi, she was uh, a, an animator. Uh, for Pixar and and worked on you know Incredibles two and Inside Out and then got a chance to make Bao and Bao is a is is a very similar story to Turning Red by the way it's a, Bao is a story about uh, a, a woman who wants a, a child and uh, dreams of having a child and dreams of every aspect of raising that child all the way up to the child disappointing her and yeah. and and sort of leaving her uh, you know to go on and live its life yeah. and that's like. Wow, it was like it's just really like it's sad and moving. Mm. Well, turning red is not, you know, it's like in the same vein. And I think there's a lot of people out there who like they see something like this, like that's too heartfelt. <laughs> that's mm. too personal. That's too emotional. You know, like I don't oh, know so that the, I So the controversy isn't that uh it's communism, the red in there, like turning nope. communist. Okay. All right, nope. good. I just want to make sure. The, turning turning red, what what it refers to in this movie is just magic. It's just a a, a young person finding that they can they have a, a, a some magic inside them. And that's yeah. part of them growing up. Uh Domi she has said repeatedly and publicly that this is based on her experience. And one of the coolest things about this movie is that if you remember 2002, it's going to take you back. It is like, it is set in 2002. It is chock full of 2002. And like she was, uh, you know, I, I guess she was about 13 years old in 2002 when, you know, she found herself uh, changing mm. and uh, finding herself at odds with her parents a little bit. Yeah. And like, so it's just like, you know, based on a true story, but that doesn't, you know, it's like saying frozen is based on a true story. You know, it can't be right. Like <laughs> it can't that can't quite be. be. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. But, uh, my goodness, it is so, it is just so beautiful. Cool. Um, there are so many things in this movie. This movie is, is packed to the rafters with little references and things that are scattered all over every scene. And so like, it's, it's one of those things where it's really, really fun to mm. notice like the little things, um, like the thing that I noticed the most was that the, the tr- quattro of girls that are all best friends, uh, they all have, um, friendship bracelets on. 
Oh, and man. That's uh, a thing of there's a, time. a there's a point where our main character falls out with all of her best friends and she's no longer wearing the friendship bracelet. Oh. And then they get back together and she's wearing it again. Oh. And they add a fifth person to their crew. And suddenly that person who has not been wearing a friendship bracelet the entire movie is wearing a friendship bracelet. And it's never spoken of. It's not you never see a like a zoom in on it. It's just like this extra little thing that you can catch. And there's tons of stuff like that to catch throughout this movie. Interesting. Oh, I want yeah, to see it. I, I, uh, I so uh, unlike you guys, or in contrast to you guys, I've known about this one for a while, and I'm not sure why. I think maybe we saw the teaser at the end of something years ago. Like, uh, what was the one with the van? What was that called? Onward. Oh, Onward. Yeah. I think Onward's teaser was turning red. At, oh, really? At the okay. end of it. At the end of it. I don't mean the movie itself, but at the end there was like some teaser or something, or maybe it was before the movie. I don't remember exactly, but I remember thinking. Oh, that looks interesting. Some kind of werewolf, but you're cute. I don't know what this is. But then the controversy was, why is Disney not going to theaters with this? Why is this coming to to Disney Plus day one, whereas they are putting uh, some other mainline animated Disney thing out in theaters? And so the the filmmakers, including her, they were a little upset that Disney decided to do this distribution change because they really wanted it in theaters first. And anyway... That's the only reason you, I, know I will about bet it. you a lot of money that this is in theaters right now in Asia, in, in like all kinds of, you know, non-English speaking regions. I'll, yeah. I'll bet you. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is a, cla- a classic Pixar movie. Yeah. Carter in the chat, my daughter says, yeah, Carter, didn't we see this? And maybe she'll remember where we saw it, but we yeah, were she like, says she's been excited for a very long time. So somehow you guys found out about yeah. it. I, wonder, I think part of it is I have a very progressive, smart animation minded daughter in the house. And she probably told me <laughs> that's probably what <laughs> happened. Yeah. Hey, you know, and I, and I like to come full circle on this thing. There is, there is controversy here. This is a very personal look at a very specific kind of culture. Mm-hmm. And, um, for there are plenty of people who they don't see themselves in this movie and it angers them. Oh, screw for them. Some reason. Screw them then. Mm-hmm. They can go eat a poo and then eat the poo again. And then when they've done pooping <laughs> the poo they ate, they can eat that poo. They can do all you the could, poo. You could just yell at them, Scott. But I, I'm saying <laughs> uh, that I, I would like to see more movies like this because at some point you got to you know, you got to look at it. You got to, you got to accept that you are different than other people in the world and that people have different experiences than you. And those experiences can be very valuable to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hundred percent. I want to watch it and I'm gonna. So Carter this weekend, no, no excuses. Somehow we're, we're squeezing this in. All right. Good. Uh, excellent good. lineup today, everybody. If you want to follow more about what we talked about and you missed any of it, don't worry, because in both Discord and Twitter and Facebook and all the places, Randy will post it. Follow him on Twitter at Randy Deluxe, and it'll be there right away. And don't forget to tune in this weekend when uh, FilmSack does a, b- a bonus thing. Or no, wait, we don't do that we're yet. Doing an episode, we're watching an episode of Knight Rider. Oh, that's, and, right. Uh, that's right. I think it's. I just think it's really, really funny because we ended the last episode uh, talking about something, <laughs> and we didn't actually deliver. What didn't we were pay it off. About. Yeah, so yeah. people no, have been on pins I'm, and needles all week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm promising you right now, if you uh, listen to the this next episode, we're going to pay this thing off. I'm going to answer uh, the question, what were the first tweets that we each made? Yep, I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, well, Randy, uh, take it easy. Have a great day. And uh, well, thank you, Scott. Bye. Oh. Okay. Hey, uh, real quick, a <laughs> uh, tiny thing that someone just mentioned: uh, Disney Plus launched parental controls today in conjunction with those former Netflix shows. I wonder yes, what they were going to do because they got like swears and some blood and some right the Marvel sexy time. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I, I'm a little 
Actually, I'm a little surprised they got him. I thought they were going to censor him or something. When I was uh, getting a link to uh, uh, to turning red for QuickTMS.li, that's the first thing it said. Hey, you haven't set your parental controls yet. You want TV14? What do you want? And I'm yeah. like, oh, give me everything. What the hell? Yeah. So yeah, there you okay. go. That's how. That's how you get your Deadpool in here. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. Um, okay, so Brian and I are done. Yeah. Uh, did they hit? Hold on a second. Also heard something about Deadpool three. No, today. Deadpool's not. No, 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 oh, not okay. that. Not that. Deadpool three news dropped. Oh, really? And and hold on. What was it? Full frontal Ryan Reynolds nudity. No, it's oh oh, oh it's uh, today. It was confirmed. There was rumors. Remember Sean? We talked to um, uh, Sean Levy. Yeah. Sean Levy. Talked now it's to... confirmed. It's real. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Good. That's actually happening. It wasn't just a hint, but dropped by uh, what's his handsome. <laughs> turned out turned out to be real all right yes. um uh let's uh, get out of here hey big thanks everybody for watching listening hanging out and being part of the show today if you'd like to support the show patreon.com slash tms is the place to do it be like dave gare or ann martin these are just two of the wonderful people who sponsor us uh, via the patreon it's very easy to do and it's a great way to throw a buck at your favorite show even if that's all you do is a buck a month it's ridiculous we're the cheapest thing in town so yeah. hop on be a part Those of it too those two took a road trip, by the way, up to Detroit to go check out uh, Music City and uh, had a really good time. Ate a lot of corn nuts along the way. One flat tire. But you know, what can you expect from uh, Dave Gare and Andy yeah. Martin? Yeah. What can you expect? Nothing. That's the answer. I, 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 is that all true or is that a reference I should get and I don't get I don't get that reference. No, I'm just like, you know how I like to make up stuff about the patrons when you give us a, a few Oh, names, I like that. I like okay. Say, all right. I like to give it like no, this is a new thing. names, we get a little backstory. No, no, no. Them. I like this. From now on, I will not, not only will I understand that, but uh, I think we should do that actively. I think that's a great way to get to know these people. <laughs> well, I have been and thank you for noticing, Scott. Uh, every time I thought, why well, Brian sure knows a lot about this two people I've never heard of. <laughs> like, like, wow, these three people all <laughs> co-worked and invented the uh, the disposable fork? Yeah, wow, how did that happen? The disposable fork, that's huge. All right. Uh, the site to go to for all things. You want to request songs? You want to do uh, uh, get Brian's uh, some money for his bike thing? All that? You want to do all that? We got links to all of it at the, at the website, frogpants.com slash TMS. And if you're coming to Vegas, get those ticket swag combos. They're up there. They're ready for you. You got to have one, so get it. It's over at frogpants.com slash store, or you can find it linked at vivatmsvegas.com, which has all the Vegas details. Okay? That's right. All of yeah. it. So go get there and get uh, it done. Yeah, you even you even have a link to submit your TMS film for the TMS Film Fest. And I can't wait to see what we do at the TMS Film Fest. Ooh, it sounds like I should edit the page and get rid of that. <laughs> yes, and it doesn't have a link to support my uh, Bike Coverville 2022. Oh. Tiny.cc slash Bike Coverville 2022. <laughs> I'm going to swap all that out today. Uh, one thing real quick here. we uh, You mentioned the film thing we haven't done that in a long yes. time i think after vegas we we kick one off we should do a new one i agree i i, I miss it because i i feel like it was so much fun so yeah, for sure really good time um, also do we have a time yet for our, our play date on friday uh, i was Are thinking we, normal show time but it's if you want to do it earlier what's your deal what do you got if we could start it earlier that'd be great and we that totally way can. i still have time to do i guess the connection afterwards why don't we do let's bump it up an hour you want to do it at one perfect one okay. o'clock all right one o'clock uh play date here don't know what games yet we'll figure it out uh, there's a lot of chatter about more among us. Maybe we'll do that. I don't know, but we'll do it this week or this Friday. All right. Cool. Uh, cool, cool. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, send us your emails. Love your feedback. Need more of them. The morning stream at gmail.com. The morning stream at gmail.com. Brian, play a song. We got to go. What is it? 
Yeah, well, uh, this one's going out to Dan. Dan, the tabletop man, wrote in and said, Hey, thanks, buddy, for my lobster, my split-apart Janice, who's been the better half of mine for 20 years. They got married on March 16th, 2002. He says, I love you, and I wouldn't be half the person I am without you. Thanks for putting up with me. Signed, Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Can, can confirm. He's way cooler with her around, I'm telling you. No kidding. And who uh, knew he had a heart? No, he's I know. Not just a, he's not just a pretty meeple. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, he wanted to hear a cover of The Way You Look Tonight, a song originally done by Fred Astaire, probably most uh, most connected to Tony Bennett or Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played this cover a couple times on the show before, at least once, but it is my favorite cover of that song, and I can't. I can't put another one in front of it. It's so good. This is from Jules Holland and his Rhythm and Blues Orchestra and features vocals by an incredible singer named Sam Brown. She had a big hit in the 80s with a song called Stop. You might remember that. Uh, Anyway, this is her vocals uh, with Jules Holland, his Rhythm and Blues Orchestra, The Way You Look Tonight.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Another grandma.